Welcome to the Birth Warrior Podcast. In each episode, we feature the stories of birth warriors, women who have persevered to find their own truth in pregnancy and birth. As you hear these women share their stories of love, autonomy, connection, and power, it is our deepest wish that you will be inspired, empowered, and supported to find your own truth. We are honored these women have stepped forward to share their personal stories and to help us remember that we all have the power to choose what is right for us. The Birth Warrior Podcast is a presentation of the Indie Birth Association and is not intended to be medical advice. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Birth Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Graham. And on today's episode, we have Tiffany. Tiffany is an aspiring doula mother to five children, and married to her high school sweetheart of 15 years. Tiffany's birth unraveled beautifully and showed her, yet again, that women hold so much power within them. She encourages women to let go of fear and listen to their own intuition and to let birth guide you, for it can't be planned. And I hope you all enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Tiffany. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, of course. I'm so excited. Me too. All right. So wherever you'd like to begin your story, please share. Okay. Um, I think, um, I'll just start like where we were with, um, preconception. Uh, we just had my, uh, fourth daughter's first birthday and we had started talking about, you know, conceiving again, um, our oldest two are really close in age. They're about 18 months apart. So Mm. when they were growing up, I really liked that age together. I liked that they, you know, were kind of best friends. They played together. They kept each other entertained. It really helped me as a mom, especially once we got through that baby phase. Mm So started talking about that and we were like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And we were kind of in the transition too. We, we were living in Arizona and, uh, we had just put our house up for the mark on the market and we were getting ready to move to South Carolina. So, um, we didn't expect it to happen so quickly, but we conceived like that very first month. It Mm. was so fast. Um, we were actually in a hotel apartment or like in a hotel apartment all together with our kids and my husband's mom, cause she lives with us. We all live together. And, uh, I remember just taking this test and it was like the day before we were supposed to get on the road to South Carolina. And I was just, I took the test and I was like, Whoa, <laughs> you know, and I just looked at my husband and he's like, this is going to be an adventure of a lifetime. You know, he's like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And so, yeah. Um, we found out, you know, right away. And that was really exciting. Um, I didn't really want to take a test at first. I kind of wanted to just let it go with the flow and, mm-hmm. you know, cause I tracked my cycle like pretty religiously. It was kind of hard, like right then, cause I was still breastfeeding. So I didn't really even think I had a cycle yet. Right. I had been getting my um, cycle though, since about three months, even though I was um, exclusively breastfeeding, which kind of caught me off guard. Uh, I've never gotten my moon back that soon. So, uh, yeah. So anyways, yeah, we, uh, we trekked along and we got to South Carolina and I, uh, I started getting some morning sickness and that was really hard with all of my pregnancies. I've had to get up every morning and 
up until, you know, the time, <laughs> you know, about six weeks until I give birth, I'm like throwing up every morning. Mm. So, um, that was really hard, but I, we had enough, you know, savings to set aside that my husband was allowed to take off a whole year from work and take care of me and the kids and really just nourish me in this pregnancy, which I was so excited about. Totally. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yes. So, um, you know, he was up every morning making me my tea and breakfast and it took us about three or four months to find a house here. So that was kind of weird. We had to be like in an Airbnb and (laughs) it was totally just a, a roller coaster then. But once we got settled in, um, you know, I just tried to find, uh, tried to find out how to like, just clear my head because this was my second, like unassisted birth. And so with the first one, I felt like I, it was all education, education, like absorb as much as you can, you know? And so this one, I was kind of like, I feel like I had absorbed so much that I, that first unassisted that I, this one, I was like, I just want to kind of chill. I just, you know, I want to like go more in Mm -hmm. to me rather than more, you know, trying to fill my head. I wanted to like in tune myself with the baby. And, uh, so that's kind of what I did. I just stayed really quiet during my pregnancy. Um, I did a lot of inner, inner work, a lot of journaling, lots of like dancing, listening to music, lots of time outside gardening. I mean, that was like huge for me. So, um, yeah, I was, I, when I estimated my due date, I was due like around September 25th, I think is where I kind of calculated it. And so we kind of just trucked along, trucked along. And, uh, his cousin came into town that week, uh, with his son. So they were hanging out with us the week of my due date and they were getting ready to leave. They were here for about a week. And, uh, that morning they were supposed to leave. It was the 24th of September. And, uh, I woke up with my daughter, we co-sleep with her, you know, uh, so she was in bed with me and dad was in the other bed and me and her just get up slowly together. And, uh, she got up and she grabbed like my, I have like a bottle of prenatal pills that I kind of just had. I, I take them, you know, when I feel like I'm just, I wasn't getting enough nutrition throughout the day. Sometimes I would pop one or two in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she likes to shake the bottle. So she came over and started shaking the bottle and she dropped it on the floor. And so I came over to kind of just grab it off the floor and I did a deep squat and my water broke, mm-hmm. <laughs> which has never happened to me before. That was the first time I'd ever experienced the water breaking. So I was kind of in denial uh, but you know, it, it wasn't like you, when you pee your pants, you know, like a little right. trickle comes out, it was kind of like a gushy. And I was like, Oh, that was weird. And my husband who was sleeping in the bed next to us, I, he popped up and he's like, is everything okay? He's all, I'm like, yeah, everything's fine. You know, I was like, I think my water broke though. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I think, I think, you know, I was like, let me go, go to the bathroom, see, you know, hang out with Saoirse and, uh, I went and I was like, yeah, I think it's, I think I, my water broke and he's like, okay. And so I was kind of upset and like a little bit in denial because, you know, you, I always tried to envision what my birth would look like. And the only missing piece was that my sister wasn't here and that was okay. I mean, I let it go. You kind of have to let the, 
vision of your birth go once things start to kind of happen like Mm -hmm. of course you want things to happen the way you want them to happen but totally life doesn't always work out that way you know things are unexpected and especially Mm -hmm. with birth you cannot plan there's no planning Mm -hmm. 100% (laughs) yeah yeah. so um and I was just so interested it took me a while to kind of like be like oh yeah that was my water so Uh, breaking I actually ended up getting like one of those Dixie cups those clear Dixie cups and catching some of it and like looking at it analyzing it and you could tell because it has like the flakes of the vernix in it so I was like oh that's definitely my water (laughs) so I called my sister I called her and I was like listen my water broke and she's like oh my gosh and I'm like you know my water could break now and I could have a baby in three days you know birth is so wild like you really Mm -hmm. don't know yeah so I was telling her and I wasn't getting any contractions like right away you know it took a while I was like kind of I was like I got this you know uh like a flash of energy you know like oh my gosh maybe I'm gonna have this baby today and so Mm -hmm. like I started kind of cleaning up and just I put like a I put music on and I let my other kids know, you know, Hey, maybe that the baby might be coming today. I'm not sure. And, uh, his, it worked out so great because then his mom and, uh, his cousin, they had to go to the airport. So, and the, they had to go to Atlanta in Georgia to go to the airport. And his mm-hmm. mom was actually staying the night there. So I was like, Oh my gosh, this would be so beautiful if, you know, they left and it was just me and my husband and our kids which is kind of how I just wanted it to be. I didn't really want there to be any distractions. Um, I did hire a birth photographer because I was, you know, I, we had, me and my husband had talked about this being my last birth. And Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to kind of document that in a really special way, which I hadn't done ever before. Um, So I, I called my photographer. I let her know, Hey, you know, my water broke. Um, she was, she was super chill. She was like, okay, let me know, you know, when contractions start and me and my husband, we kind of just hung out. Um, we went outside. I wanted to go for a walk. It was really funny walking outside and seeing neighbors and they're like, Oh, Hey, like, how are you? And I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm actually in labor. I think like I was getting, starting to get some contractions. They're like, you're in labor. What? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. like, well, why are you walking around? Be somewhere else. Don't you think you should be at the hospital? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not going to the hospital. I'm having my baby at home. They're like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> so they just looked at me like, I'm so crazy. They're like, this girl's out here walking the streets and she's you know in labor this girl's nuts (laughs) so that was really cool like you know just to see people's faces it was so funny and it kind of like you know it was like it was nice for my husband too because he was like needed to just chill Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he was just when we got home he was like that was so weird to like see other people and like their how they react when we say stuff like that you know because we're just non-conforming out of the system type people totally yeah so uh we came home I went to the bathroom and as I wiped I noticed you know my mucus plug was coming out and contractions kind of started to pick up from there I wouldn't say you know real close together you know I 10 to 6 minutes apart not real close. It wasn't even, I wouldn't even say active labor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, we just chilled. still. I did some stairs, 
Um, I cooked dinner for the kids. I just tootled around the house in the backyard in the garden again. Um, it was a, probably around six or seven o'clock and they started to get more intense. Um, I was having to breathe through them. We started to go for another walk again. It was really beautiful. The sun had already gone down and uh, it was just a beautiful night. The, we can see the stars like so good outside because there's no street lights or anything. So it was just really beautiful, like being out there. I felt like really still and in the moment. And when I would have, you know, a wave come, um, it was really easy to kind of breathe through that being outside where it was kind of colder out. Mm -hmm. outside I felt like that was really nice and especially when I because when I would have a you know wave come or contraction and would hit that peak I felt like I was starting to get like really hot really hot so being outside felt really nice and comforting Mm -hmm. yeah so that was really cool um not not long after that we kind of came in in the house and the photographer got here um we were the kids were just hanging out. My daughter, she came in the room and she started to help dad fill the bath. The, we had like a water or a birth pool. Mm-hmm. So he filled up the air, um, the rest of it, because we had had it prepped for about a week, but he wanted to make sure there was enough air. So he prepped it again with air. Um, my daughter and him, they filled the pool together. Um, contraction started to pick up after that. I would say maybe four minutes apart, pretty consistently. Um, me and I, I got in the pool. My photographer was in the room. Um, I mean, it was pretty straightforward after that. My, um, because the water broke, everything felt so different to me. Like very, very um, intense, I want to say. More than with if I didn't have my water broken. Mm. So it, it just felt like deeper like a lot deeper into my cervix and into my vagina than it did when I hadn't had my water previously broken mm-hmm. so when I would have that wave it would feel like oh 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 you know like okay that's that's different it was kind of like bone on bone you know like how the baby's head's just right there so um my husband really comforted me he made sure that I had all the water that I needed I felt really thirsty um like pretty much that whole time, like once, once it started to pick up, I was like very, very thirsty. Um, baby was moving really well though. Um, I mean, everything was just so beautiful. I had music on and lights and the photographer, she was really good about kind of being out of the way and not even, it was like, she wasn't even here, which was awesome. Cause oh, that's I awesome. thought, you know, having someone else's presence in the room, especially somebody that I'm not like, like I know her, but not, you know, very, mm-hmm. very much, you know, the way yeah. I intimate, yeah, like the way totally. I yeah. yeah. So I, I thought that would disturb some part of it. And I really didn't even remember that she was there once things kind of picked up. So that was, that was nice. Um, my, 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 uh, my daughter, Searsha, she's like 18 months. She kept coming in and out of the room. It's adorable. Aww. She would come over by the uh, pool and like lay her head on my arm and talk to me so soft and sweet. And I think that really helped. Like she was my little doula. It was just so cute. She would just mm-hmm. come over and check on me every so often. It was adorable. Um, my sister ended up calling me. She got off work and we put her on FaceTime so she could kind of be there with me. 
um, just to watch as an observer and be there with me, even though she couldn't be here in person. So that was really cool. I feel like that helped me at the end. Um, right when I got into the pool, um, things started to slow down a bit and I was able to rest, I think, which was nice mm. because with all the, with the baby coming down like that and there not being any water to relieve that pressure, it felt really good. Um, so that was really nice. I, I, I was really glad that we decided to go to the, have a pool this time. Last mm. time I got a pool, but it was just one of those really kitty ones. And I yeah. couldn't fill the water very high to fit my belly. <laughs> So I was like, okay, uh, we need like a legit one of those monster pools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was really nice. I was really, um, I was really happy with the way that, you know, it kind of unfolded uh, towards the middle there. Um, I was, uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. I mean, once I was in the pool, it was, it, it went pretty fast after that, actually. Like, uh, I want to say I got in the pool maybe around 10 o'clock and, uh, we just hung out. Uh, the kids hung out, they came in the room, they turned on, you know, um, some chill hops so that they could, the baby could see some stuff visually while the music was on. And that felt really good to me. Um, once all of the kids were upstairs and in my room, I feel like that kind of helped me let go, which I wasn't expecting. Like I, I wanted them to be there and they wanted to watch really bad, especially my oldest daughter, she's 13. Um, so she was like, really wanted to help take care of me this time. She really wanted to be by my side, hold my hand. So she was kind of, she was getting the, um, the rags for me and she would fan me and my husband would fan me. It was really nice. They kind of uh, switched it up like my husband had to go to the bathroom uh, my daughter Lily would be by my side vice versa. So that was really sweet and really beautiful um so towards the end there I uh I had to I remember thinking you know oh my god this is insane like it just felt really really intense I had to go really really deep in there to travel to like let go of fear even then I felt like maybe that was kind of what was holding me um holding me back or holding the holding the 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 birthing process back I think um there was just I I with every birth I feel like I was always just gonna have a little bit of fear you know I try to let go of it but it's always like just in the back of my mind sometimes yeah and uh, in that moment I really had to let go and dive really deep and just be like, this is, you know, this is a, like, it, it felt amazing. Like, I'm like, this is not pain. This is, this is what it feels like to give birth and you have to give in. Um, so giving into that, I, I feel like everything, it went so fast after that. I just, I baby, I could feel baby coming down with each contraction, you know, after I kind of let all of that go. And I remember uh, being up against the pool and like facing down like this. And then every time the wave would come back down, I would, I would lean back and I kind of, I would feel a sense of relaxation, which I, it, it took me a while to kind of get to that moment. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. Like once that kind of unfolded and then after that, everything happened really fast, baby came down. I felt, you know, 
the contraction was super intense at that point. And I remember feeling down. I'm like, at least let me feel ahead. You know, there's gotta be something going on. I felt baby's head right there. And, uh, I just started to stretch open and I tried to remember, you know, just keep my, keep my shoulders soft, my face soft and just breathe baby out, just breathe baby out. I had mm-hmm. kept having to say that in my mind. Um, so, uh, I want to say it was about maybe two contractions and uh, baby's head was out. I could feel the head, feel the head. Everything felt okay. I had another contraction and baby didn't come out right away. And so I, uh, with the next one, I kind of just gave a little, a little push just a bit and uh, baby just slid right out. And I just went into the water and grabbed baby and brought him right to my chest. Mm. Um, I cried. It was so like that moment was so healing. And I feel like that end part, I really worked hard for. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It was, it was, I just couldn't believe how much more intense it was uh, than my, the, with the other unassisted birth with my, with my daughter, Searsha, you know, she, uh, my water bag broke at the end with her and meconium came out and I was in a, a pool too. So I was like, okay, everything's okay. But she, it, my FER, it, it kicked in and I didn't really have to do anything. It felt like I, I was kind of just, baby just came. So yeah, with this yeah. one, it kind of felt like I had to work really hard to get baby down and out, mm-hmm. which I wasn't really expecting. And he was also my biggest baby. Mm. So, uh, he was on my chest and we really just loved on each other for a while. I want to say like maybe 15 minutes and it was just really beautiful. Just being in that moment and in that bubble and being able to look at my other kids and see their faces and just like be in that like love bubble with not just me and baby, but I could feel it for my other kids too. Mm-hmm. And it was just so special. It was so special. And my husband, he was so, he's seriously, he's like my number one support. And he's like even more like birth is awesome. Like he, anytime he talks to anybody, it's so funny how fast he'll bring up birth before I will. So it's really sweet. <laughs> um, he, he just loves it. He loves talking about it. He'll even come home and he'll be like, dude, I, uh, 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 somebody said something to him at work like one of the girls she's like oh I don't want a baby because I don't want to tear and he's all just so you know and I'm like, he's like <laughs> that's awesome he's just, yeah he's just like the biggest support so it's so beautiful to watch him like be in that moment and so after that like we baby was full of vernix that none of my babies have ever had it before so I was like Oh, give that all to me. We're like <laughs> rubbing it all over me, all over yeah. baby. I'm like, gosh, this is the best like high ever. Oh, it was so awesome. And then I want to say I was, I, I would say maybe like 15 minutes after that, I was starting to feel really heavy. I was like, you know, intuitively my, my body was like, okay, let's get the placenta out. Mm-hmm. Feels heavy down there. Let's do that. So, um, my husband helped me out of the pool. He put baby like against his chest. And I kind of just squatted right down in front of him and the baby. And we were just there together. And he was, it was, my husband was really sweet. He just talked to me. He's like, it's okay. You know, just breathe. Everything's going to be fine. Just give it a, give it a, like a cough or just a push really quick. And right then it just slid right out. 
Mm -hmm. And he gave me baby back and he looked at the placenta and we kind of just looked at it together and the kids came over and we all just marveled at it. Mm. That was really beautiful. The kids wanted to touch it. My sons, they really wanted to touch it and see like what each side felt like. So that was kind of cool. We got some gloves and everybody just looked at it and held the baby. Um, We all just snuggled in bed together and we burnt the cord together. Uh, so my husband, he made like a cord box and we all took turns just burning the cord. I waited, um, we waited probably three and a half, four hours after, um, baby was born. Like, I want to say it was like 1250 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So from the time my water broke, it was about nine in the morning. And then, so 1250 baby was born. So mm-hmm. all that, that was a lot for me. Like, yeah, I didn't think it was going to go that long. <laughs> especially with a fifth baby. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Taking it so that was really sweet. Um, we weighed baby. Um, and after that, we kind of just went to sleep as a family. It was really, really beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. It unfolded like so, so beautifully. I just, it was like everything I had put into the dream of my birth, except my sister wasn't there. Like that mm-hmm. was the only thing. So I just felt I felt really, really like blessed that that happened because it could have gone so many other ways, you know, and totally. Yeah. And I was just in that moment, I was just so thankful and so happy. And, Mm. uh, I intuitively kind of knew that it was a boy and that was exciting. He was a boy and, uh, our eight-year-old at the seven-year-old, he was so excited to tell us like baby came out you know, we kind of forgot for a minute, like about the sex, even of the baby. We were just so excited in this love bubble. We're like, whatever it is, whatever it is. Yeah, totally. So, so finally, my uh, seven-year-old was like, oh, is it a boy or a girl? I'm like, I don't know. Let's check. And so I opened the legs and he's all excited. He's like, oh, it's a boy. It's a boy. So that was really exciting. And um, it, it, we went to bed, you know, all the family, we all just played in bed together. We took care of everything else the next day. Um, my husband really nourished me. He made me this beautiful charcuterie board for afterbirth. And, uh, so that was nice. It, even though it was late, I was so hungry. I was like, give me the, all of the food right now. <laughs> it's so funny. Like after you have like go and give birth and like how, famished you are like man I could just eat like everything in front of me Mm -hmm. so uh yeah I mean it it was pretty straightforward it was really awesome and I was really happy I was so nervous about his mom and his cousin still being here like that was just really crazy for me um so it was just really awesome how it worked out and it was really beautiful too because me myself you know taking charge of my pregnancy and trying to figure out you know, when I conceived and when my due date would be. And then I ended up having baby on my due date anyways. Mm, yeah. So that was really crazy. And my water broke. So just all the, you know, the typical things that people are like, oh, your water breaks on your due date. And it was just so funny that it happened that way. I'm like, that's so surreal, you know? Totally. So yeah. Um, mm. I mean, it was really beautiful. I had, it was the best. I would highly, highly recommend, you know, doing, doing birth like that, just watching it unfold and letting go and releasing that fear. And I think that lots of women carry fear around birth because of 
the way it's portrayed in society. And that's it's mm-hmm. so sad. I wish more women um, could feel the power that is within us to let go and to give birth. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's so powerful and it really changed who I was the first time I did it. And then the second time I did it, it was just, it was even more profound. I was just like, wow, humans are amazing. Women are amazing. We are so powerful. So yes, so (laughs) powerful. Yeah, totally. So powerful. So amazing. Yeah. Echo all of that. Um, Tiffany, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure um, and a privilege and an honor recording you today um, and allowing me to hold space for you. I really, truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, Is there... Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> I love these this stories. They're so happy. Yeah. They're so like nourishing. Like, they really so are. Good. Yeah, yes. they, they really are. And it's, it's, it's so like it, this, just doing this for y'all, like time after time, month after month, you know, for now, I guess almost two years, it's been like every single thing. I learned something so new and, and just all of these stories all of your stories bring me so much joy like I can't even put it into words and it's just again thank you for thank you so much for being a part of that like I genuinely thank you um thank you for you know (laughs) allowing you because I think without these stories I think women would be much more scared of birth and I think that this this is the real stuff that's out here and I think that they should know totally it's important that women know Totally. Absolutely. And on that note, is there any last parting words of wisdom that you would like to leave our listeners with today? Um, I think I would just like to leave, you know, I just want to let women know that they are powerful. Let fear go. It's, 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 uh, you know, it'll hinder birth and nobody wants to do that, you know? Yeah, I, I really think it's important. You just let go of fear and you were literally made to do this, made to do this. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes, you <laughs> are. Awesome. <laughs> Tiffany, thank you so much. Yeah. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Storytelling is a profound agent of change. One that has the ability to plant seeds of inspiration, introspection and beyond. If you have an empowering birth story that you would like to share on our podcast, please head over to IndieBirth.org forward slash birth warrior to send your submissions. That's IndieBirth.org forward slash birth warrior. Hope you have a beautiful week wherever you are in the world. Until next time, friends.